inspiring stories, practical applications. Doing ministry well. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash doingministrywell. Okay, well, thank you very much for checking into another episode of Doing Ministry Well. Uh, it's another living room session here in uh, Manoa Valley, and I am joined by Kimio Brown. Kimio, thanks so much for being on the show. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, um, Kimio, we got connected because you are friends with our dear friend Claire Frame, and we absolutely love Claire. And uh, yeah, how did you how did you meet Claire? Yeah, I met Claire because we joined uh, Campus Crusade staff together mm-hmm. um, a few summers ago. Okay. And um, we ended up just becoming super close friends. We would go to the gym together and just pretend like we were working out and, (laughs) (laughs) you know, then come back and eat and all that. Uh, but she's absolutely wonderful. Um, she's, she's a joy. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. We really love Claire. And next time we're in Ohio, I'll have to make sure to get her interviewed on the show, but yeah, I'm glad we've, we've finally connected. Um, what, tell me a little bit how long you've been doing ministry. Yeah. So I, this is about Going into my sixth year of ministry, technically, I uh, joined Campus Crusade st- uh, as an intern right out of college. Um, was not planning on doing that ever. Mm-hmm. Told many people I would never work for crew, of course, <laughs> and God said, what was that? And right before I graduated, uh, one of the campus staff at USC asked me if I wanted to intern with crew in Japan because they needed one more girl okay. or else they wouldn't be able to send a team. So... God basically made everything fall into place overnight, became one of those, all right, God's slapping in the face with this. Hmm. Everything has worked out. I've got to do this. God's calling me to do this. So interned with crew for two years in Japan and then ended up actually spending half a year kind of restarting the crew movement at UH Hilo um, through a series of different circumstances. Mm -hmm. And that was my first experience in Hawaii. Hmm. So then... I went back to Japan over the summer, decided, okay, I want to be full-time staff. I have the best job in the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I came back, raised support for a year in Texas, and then when um, I got my staff assignment, I asked to be campus staff in Japan, and then they asked me, hey, we need another girl staff in uh, at the University of Hawaii in Manoa. Would you mind coming here for a couple of years? So I've just finished my second year as full-time staff here. Awesome. So do you know what's what's next? Are you hoping to get back over to Japan? Or? At some point, for sure. Um, I've kind of been learning that whenever I make plans, God likes to change them. <laughs> and yeah. so uh, at this point, I, I love Hawaii, um, for sure. It's such a melting pot of different cultures, of different mm-hmm. um, people, groups. And so when I was, first heard that I wouldn't be able to go back to Japan right away, I was a little disappointed. But coming here, getting to meet Japanese exchange students who... Mm-hmm. I've gotten to share the gospel with, and yeah. they get to take it back to Japan, awesome. um, or even people from all over the world who come here, and so I've definitely grown to love Hawaii. I could definitely see myself here a couple more years. Mm-hmm. After that, we'll see what yeah. happens. Um, who knows? God could send me to Europe or Africa or <laughs> yeah, wherever. Willing to go anywhere. Awesome, awesome. 
Um, tell us a little bit about what you're currently doing in ministry. Um, some of our listeners might not even be familiar with Crew at all, which yeah. seems hard to believe, but why don't you just share a little bit about what you're doing and, and what Crew is? Yeah, for sure. So Crew uh, used to be called Campus Crusade for Christ, started by Bill Bright in like 1951, just at UCLA as a small campus ministry. It's now grown into where it's a huge international organization. We're in over 170 countries. Um, we have 24 sub-ministries underneath us, including like uh, Josh McDowell Ministries, The Jesus Film, uh, Athletes in Action, some of those ministries. But what I do personally is I go to the University of Hawaii and the other community colleges and work with college students because... Um, when Bill and Vonette Bright first started Crew, they had the vision that if we could win the campus today, we could win the world tomorrow. Mm. Because college students are going to be the top leaders of the world. Right. And so if we can reach them, if we can grow them in their faith and teach them how to um, be equipped to be a light wherever they're at, mm-hmm. um, they don't have to go into full-time ministry or be a missionary, that, but that they could really be a missionary even in the workplace. Mm. And so um, that's really what we do. We uh, go on campus, we do evangelism, we share the gospel. Um, we have weekly meetings and Bible studies to kind of grow students in their faith. Mm-hmm. And then we want to train them to be sent out. So we send them on mission trips, we'll um, teach them just how to share their faith with their friends. Uh, like I said, we want them to. Um, really become lifetime multiplying disciples for Christ wherever they're at. Hmm, that's awesome. How many people um, are in crew at, at UH right now? Yeah, so last year we capped out at about 125 awesome. was our biggest weekly meeting. And since then it's fluctuated mm-hmm. up and down, but I would say about 70 to 80 cool. right now, um, which is really great. Yeah. We have a mixture of mainland students, local students, international students. Mm-hmm. What do those weekly gatherings look like? So we meet on campus because Mm -hmm. we feel like we're not a church. And so there will be students who maybe won't feel willing to go to a church on Sundays, but they're willing to come with their friends to like a weekly gathering on campus. So we meet in a big lecture hall on campus. Uh, We have snacks. We hang out. uh, We do worship. We do a message. And then... um, We'll usually hang out afterward. We'll go to Zippy's or <laughs> something like that. Yeah. Uh, and then we have uh, Bible studies throughout the week. So those are divided up into grades um, by, by classes. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we have those throughout the week as well. And we'll do other community events. We'll do a bunch of outreach events on campus just to get draw people in. And mm-hmm. really our heart is that everyone on campus would hear the gospel. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. So how? what's your specific role um, in that? Are you working with a team over there or? Yeah, so I'm what's called campus staff. So there are six staff and then we've got a couple full-time volunteers okay. um, for you know 100 students. And yeah. so we care for all of them. So mm-hmm. we disciple them, we lead Bible studies, we train our student leaders to lead Bible studies and to disciple others and... Um, so all kinds of stuff. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, what has been the highlight of your time in ministry? Is there a specific oh story that you can think of that really jumps out at you? Oh, goodness. Um, it's tough because God sent me to so many different places at this point that 
each place has story after story of, sure. of people accepting Christ or their lives being changed. Um, a couple specifically from Hawaii that's been really cool. Um, we have a student named Cody who mm-hmm. became a Christian after joining a Bible study, just really just to find community hmm. uh, at, at uh, University of Hawaii. And started coming, came to the spring outreach, our spring break kind of trip, mm-hmm. and ended up accepting Christ. Hmm. Since then, he's grown up as a student leader, and he's been a huge answer to prayer. One of our biggest prayers for Hawaii has been that God would raise up male student leaders, Mm. especially local Mm -hmm. male student leaders, um, just because this is such a male-dominated society still. Mm -hmm. And so the local guys are going to be the ones that really need to step up. And so he's been a huge answer to prayer in that capacity. And then ended up kind of being the forefront for a big outreach event we did in the spring where he got to share his testimony in front of 150 people. And his parents came to that event and uh, on the, we had little response cards where people could fill out, you know, did you accept Christ mm-hmm. or, you know, from this event and his mother checked yes. Wow, awesome. And so through him, um, his mother's accepted Christ. Actually, his grandparents hmm. accepted Christ uh, through him sharing so the gospel. Good. And now he's going to be an intern in the fall with That's us. Awesome. So he's just such an example of of what we do with crew Mm. that we want to win students to Christ. We want them to be able to experience Jesus. We want to grow them in their relationships with God. And then we want to send them out. And he's been perfect example of that. Mm. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, just a clarifying question. What Mm -hmm. percentage of, uh, of UH would you say is local from, from Hawaii? I used to know the exact (laughs) actually, uh, because I've, I've looked it up, but, um, I would, I would say there is majority local. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for sure. But that's the cool thing about UH is that you've got students from the mainland, you've got international students, you've got local students, you've mm-hmm. just got such a mixture. So we try and reach all of them. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I just assume that uh, some of our listeners that aren't from Hawaii don't really mm-hmm. understand that dynamic yeah. of what we're talking about. Yeah, there, for so. sure. And and that's been, that's been a challenge is that we we really want to reach the local students because yeah. they're going to be the ones that are going to sustain the ministry. Right. Right. That's awesome. On the flip side of that, what's been your biggest struggle yeah. in ministry and, uh, how have you overcome that? Oh goodness. What hasn't been a struggle <laughs> in ministry? Um, as much as I love ministry, it, I think my time working with crew has definitely been the most growing and stretching, even frustrating at times. Hmm. Um, moments but but very refining Mm -hmm. and and very good um i think one of the biggest things in hawaii and japan that's a challenge is simply just the apathy uh of the islands and of the cultures and um especially in hawaii people just don't really care about spiritual or they'll say they're spiritual but they don't really want to go further than that and so that's been a challenge, even just to get students to this point where they realize their need for God. Mm. Um, I think on a personal side, God's really been teaching me what it looks like uh, to have the freedom to fail. Mm. I grew up a huge perfectionist. I was a gymnast for 11 years, so perfection was kind of what I did. Mm -hmm. And going into ministry, I really had this perception of, okay, well, I'm on staff now, so I have to be 
good mm. at everything and I always have to have it together and I have to know what I'm doing mm. and I always have to at least have some semblance <laughs> of uh, being okay and being good right. and last summer um, I was leading one of our mission trips to Japan and God really broke me in those areas mm. of teaching me what it looks like to lead not only out of brokenness and out of weakness but in brokenness and yeah. in weakness and that yeah. he can still use me even if I'm weak and vulnerable and broken. Mm. And actually, uh, sometimes that is even more effective. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's been a huge lesson. Um, of course that means he makes, he makes me broken in order to, to learn that lesson, right. but it's been really good. And I think especially in cultures like Japan and Hawaii where, um, there is that lack of vulnerability and that um, feeling that you have to be look good yeah. all the time. That's been really um, cool to see in ministry, mm-hmm. how God's been using that and how he's been breaking down walls of students even as they see my own weaknesses and my own brokenness. Mm. That's awesome. That's awesome. Kimia, would you share with us uh, three practical steps for our listeners to doing ministry well? Yeah, and as I was thinking about it, they... On the surface, they sound so simple and they sound so, um, you know, like, duh, of course, right. we, we should do these things. But realizing just without them, ministry is nothing. Yeah. And so first is, I would say, to pray, hmm. <laughs> to pray continually, to learn what it looks like to pray continually, um, to rejoice always, even in the hard times, um, but just to pray and to pray big. Uh, to not put God in a box, as one of my friends used to say, that um, if we're going to expect God to do big things, we need to pray for big things. Um, And even just for ourselves and our own hearts of just that that constant connection to the Lord. And so my second point, I would say, is to just spend more time with God than you think you need. Um, To spend daily time with God, Whether that's five minutes or an hour, it's not a legalistic thing. It's simply a reminder that, okay, God, you've got today and you've got every moment of today um, and it's all in your hands. And then something that I really appreciate that crew does is that they actually require all of their staff to take a day with the Lord once a month. Hmm. And so that's simply a full day off campus um, where you're just resting and refreshing in the Lord, whatever that looks like to you. Yeah. And that's another um, kind of trust uh, thing where we're saying, okay, God, you know, I've got all these things that I'm supposed to be doing in ministry or I feel like I have to do or I need to do, mm-hmm. but I'm just going to take this time to be with you. Yeah. Um, and it's so refreshing. Um, and it helps you continue out ministry. So you're doing it with the Lord's strength and not your own. Hmm. Um, and I, I say those two things because they're things I have not done in the past. Yeah. And since then, I've learned the necessity of them. And then the third one, I would say, uh, is to just go in as a learner, wherever you are, in whatever situation or whatever culture you're in, even if you're on the mainland, um, each city, each town, each state has its own culture. And if you go in as a learner, people are so much more receptive Mm. to what you have to say, if you're willing to listen to them and hear um, what they have to say. Yeah, those are good. Those are good. Thanks for sharing those. Um, yeah, I love this whole idea of uh, 
through mandating a day with the Lord. I think that's awesome. Can you talk a little bit about kind of what that day looks like for you personally? What kind of disciplines you're implementing during mm-hmm. that time? Mm-hmm. So when I first started out working for crew, I thought day with the Lord was, you know, very much like, okay, I need to read these chapters of the Bible and I need to journal this many pages and I need to, to pray this many hours. And I actually had a breakthrough moment when I visited Oahu uh, when I came out here right before I was going to move out here to start ministry. And I'd gone up to these cliffs uh, that my friend had told me about. And you walked down this sketchy dark path and you couldn't see anything, but then it opens up onto these cliffs that just overlook the ocean. Mm. And it's just absolutely gorgeous. And so I was sitting on the rocks and had all, had my Bible, had my journal, had my whatever book I was reading at the time. And looking at, okay, I need to do these things. And I just looked up and I saw whales. Hmm. And I was just like, whales! And (laughs) freaked out and spent the next three hours getting sunburned and watching whales and dolphins. And it was just God whispering to me, hey, like, enjoy my creation. Enjoy me. Enjoy just spending this time with me and resting in me. And so since that point, I've been really trying to do that because... Rest is actually one of my biggest challenges in ministry because I always feel like there's something more to be doing. Sure. Um, and so God's been really teaching me what it looks like to rest. And so now with my day with the Lord, um, you know, I'll sleep in, I'll nice. uh, usually go to those cliffs a lot of the times or, or I'll go to a coffee shop or I'll just sit on my couch and, and journal and process, listen to worship music, um, you know, catch up on my Bible reading if, if I need to, but, um, I have less of an agenda and more of a, okay, God, what do you want to do today? Mm-hmm. What can we do together? That's awesome. That's awesome. Are those cliffs China walls? Uh, they're above China walls. Okay. Actually. Okay. Well, we don't want to blow your spot. Yeah. We don't want to know. <laughs> anyway. Um, awesome. What's, uh, what's been inspiring you lately? Has there been a book or a resource or anything that's, that's really getting you going? Yeah, so uh, there are a couple books that I went through with a couple of the girls I disciple this year, and one was called Breaking Free by Beth Moore, and it is just so easy to read and so real, Hmm. Um, and it really is just talking about, okay, what does it look like to break free of everything that we're holding on to that's preventing us from experiencing God the way he intended? Hmm. Um, so for me personally, that's been great for me to see the changes in the hearts of my girls has been incredible. Um, so that's been really fun. And then another book is called Multiply by Francis Chan. And both on a heart and a ministry level, that's been fun to read. Mm-hmm. I've been reading it with uh, two of the girls that I, I disciple. One who's going to actually be interning with crew in the fall in San Diego. So that's been super fun to to get to hear her thoughts on it of yeah. like what it looks like to be a lifetime multiplying disciple mm-hmm. um, who is going to reach the world for, for Christ. Yeah. And so it's even been convicting for myself. I'm reading all these things and I'm thinking, oh yeah, oh yeah, that is my job. Right. Oh yeah, and it's not just my job because I work for crew, it's my job because I'm a, I'm a follower of Christ. Yeah, amen. Amen, that's awesome, that's awesome. Well, Camille, thanks so much for being on the show. Um, yeah, I love just getting to know you and hearing what you had to say. Would you close our time just by praying for our listeners? Yeah, for sure. Thanks. 
Father God, I just thank you so much for today. I thank you so much for everyone who's listening uh, to this podcast. And I thank you so much for Jim and just his heart uh, to care for people who are in ministry and for the the people they minister to. I pray that um, you would give all of us uh, ears to hear more what you have to say, eyes to see you more, uh, and just hearts and minds to understand you more. So that through you, our ministry would be led, not through our own strength, not through our own ideas or agendas, but simply through your spirit. I pray that you would fill up each person who's listening to this with your spirit so that they would have the strength to carry on in the places that you have called them. I pray that you would help them to experience you more and out of that, their ministry would be led. That you would give them um, focus, that you would give them perseverance in those tough places that they may be in and that you would help all of us to keep learning the freedom to fail because you don't use the perfect people you use the clay pots and you use those who um, are simply willing to say here I am Lord use me so I pray that you would help us all to have those hearts and that we would just continue to experience you more every day it's in your son's precious name amen amen Kimio thanks so much for being on the show thank you If you've enjoyed this episode of Doing Ministry Well, you can help us out by rating, commenting, and subscribing on iTunes and sharing this podcast with your friends. Check out the podcast notes to find out more about today's guests and other resources mentioned on this episode. To find out more about Doing Ministry Well, check out our website, www.doingministrywell.com. And if you have any questions, comments, or suggestions on who we should interview next, email us at doingministrywell at gmail.com. To find out more about me, your host, visit my blog at www.jimjessbaker.com. That's www.jimjessasinjessicabaker.com. All links are Amazon affiliate links and help us out when you make a purchase through them.